You're listening to the Global Education Podcast Series from Teacher Magazine. Hello, I'm Jo Earp. Throughout November, we're exploring the theme of learning spaces. Earlier this month, we brought you news of the World Architecture Festival Awards. Today, we're taking a closer look at one of the shortlisted finalists, a project to update the facilities at Tekoro Kopapa Māori Onati Kahunongu Otiwarawa, a Māori language immersion school. My guest is Ben Dallimore, project director at RTA Studio, the lead architect behind the design. Ben Dallimore, welcome to Teacher Magazine. Hi Jo, thanks very much for the opportunity to talk to you today. Now, the, this project was an interesting one in terms of design. Uh, it was the Takura Kopapa Maori, hope I've said that right, uh, Maori Language Immersion School. And uh, this particular school is on the east coast of North Island, just to give people an idea of where it is. It's in a remote area. And I understand there were already school buildings on the site. So what were they like to start with? Yes, yeah, so I guess um, just by way of background, it's, yeah, it's, I think the, pop, the regional population is about 8,000, so it's quite a small town. It's about an hour, an hour and a half drive from Napier, um, which is the closest um, bigger town or regional centre. Um, and the site had a school, I think, dating from about the 50s or 60s. So it was a, a sort of collection of um, small uh, classroom blocks, singular traditional cellular classroom forms, single-storey um, in fairly poor condition, um, and the school, the Kura inherited this, moved into them, so it wasn't a fit for, for purpose design that they'd moved into, and they'd had to sort of make do, I suppose, the best as they could with, with sort of um, not the best facilities, certainly fairly around down, and you know, um, too cold in winter and too hot and glary in summer. Um, and as a school, they've only got about 85 students, running right the way through from um, years one to 13, or sort of, you know, from starting off school at the age of five right through to 17, 18 when you finish. So it's um, a pretty difficult task, I think, probably trying to teach that range of students in, in the spaces they had. Mm. Um, and they've been, I suppose, looking to redevelop the site for a number of years. So um, it's, it was great to finally get involved with them in uh, 2013 on this. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the brief for you was... Um, for this new uh, design and uh, they really wanted to combine the past and the future if you like so completely fresh approach as you said they were really not not fit for purpose or very difficult to teach in Um, and this new vision was really to to have those close ties to the community which is very important and reflect the local culture the history and the landscape wasn't it that's right Uh, the Maori have a very close have a very strong affinity with the land um, and um, it was really trying to build a, a school or a cura that reflected um, the importance of the space to them and tied them to the place and told their stories. And, and, and this, I suppose the school um, that you're using it reflects who you are. Um, it's very strong to them, so it was really tying in um, some reference to the land uh, landscape and their history, um, both give grounding it in the past, but also yeah, giving a vision to the future. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of the orientation of the buildings... I guess this was slightly different for you. That was very important for them, wasn't it? What, what actually did that involve? There were a lot of things to uh, to think about with that. Well, we had a lot of time on the ground with them um, and, and very much um, 
uh, very strong, uh, we call whānau or sort of community family um, involvement. It's, um, you know, everyone's keen to have a say and there's a lot of consultation happening. So there's a lot of listening to their stories and understanding the culture and the history, um, the significant landscape features of the region. So, um, and, and we identified uh, the, the local mountain, um, Whakapunaki and the local Mariah meeting house, Takatimu, Paranui, and we've basically dropped ley lines across the site to link, link the school to these local landmarks, the mouth of the river um, and the site on the coast where the, the first waka arrived when the Māori first arrived here. Um, so identifying these, these important spots on the landscape and then basically drawing these ley lines across the site which set up these orientations um, that the buildings sat around. Um, and it really helps in terms of as, as you're walking across the ground or moving through the school, you're walking in the direction of your mountain or um, facing the local meeting house. So it sort of ties into your everyday um, activity as referencing the past or significant landmarkers. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll run through just, just for the listeners some of the uh, parts of the building and, and where they're facing and so on. You've got the multipurpose hall, which is, is sort of the heart of the school. That faces north, and then you mentioned to the south of that is the river mouth. We've got the East Wing, which has got the classroom for senior students and the library uh, workshop in there as well. That points towards the mountain, doesn't it? Um, that's right. Which is obviously significant. And, and then on the other side of that, the West Wing, uh, that's where the admin, the staff area, the classes for junior students and the kitchen facilities, that's uh, pointing towards the, uh, the the local Maori meeting house, isn't it? That's right. And so in terms of colour too, I mean, they're really keen, um, obviously, the young kids having lots of bright colours um, in the school, and so we've, t we've tied those in too to the, the wings. So the eastern um, axis uh, wing with sort of the yellows and the oranges of dawn, that thing, you know, where the, where the sun rises. Um, and then the western ring, the western um, wing tying in with the forest, so we've got the greens um, and then the, the heart of the school in, in the purple, which is also the, the crew's colours. Now, normally when we're discussing school design, we actually probably start inside the building, but we've left that until last because the outside of it was so interesting in the way that you planned and developed that. But in terms of the inside then, you've, you've developed open plan flexible spaces then. Um, again, there's a strong local link there, isn't it? They, they wanted to make sure the spaces could be used not just by the students and the teachers, but also the community. That's right, they've got a very strong community focus and um, you know, whānau or family plays a very important role in um, the, the community and the, and the kura's use. So it was trying to create a facility that can engage with the community um, and they can use so the hall or um, competitions, kapahaka dance, can happen through the weekend um, and at night we can have um, function that involve parents and community. Um, there's a big kitchen there that we can cater for people staying over. Um, and so it's having flexible spaces that can be used for a variety of functions, um, moving away from traditional cellular classroom blocks. That's great. Well, it's uh, been fascinating to hear about the design process and some of those elements. Um, ben Dollymore, thanks ever so much for sharing uh, your thoughts with Teacher Magazine. Thanks, Joe. Thanks very much. For more information about this podcast and to access other articles and videos, visit www.teachermagazine.com.au or join our community on social media via Facebook and Twitter.